everyone. Today is August 3rd, 2019, and this is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week in Duel Links, we saw the arrival of new legendary duelist Jaden slash Yubel. We're going to talk about uh, that character's new skills, new cards, any other impressions of that character as well. We uh, have information about the WCS. That's happening in a week. So in a week from now, we're going to have the grand tournament. Uh, We're going to see who gets first place. Um, We're going to go over those participants as well. Um, This week, we have various new cards, different sources again. Um, Only four new cards, actually. Not too many, but... Uh, Doug Dimidul is back this week as well with his casual deck of the week. This week he has a Neos Gemini deck. So you're talking about the Neos package and also Gemini Monsters, cards that aren't really seeing play anymore, but um, they were a meta deck, and he's going to do something combining them. Check him out there. Um, also the latest eSports. Uh, notably, this episode is episode 125, so... Uh, thank you for everyone for listening up to now. Um, and yeah, search the Dual Assessment Podcast. Subscribe and listen. We're everywhere. Um, I am currently dealing with some allergies right now. So um, there's some, you know, if I'm talking worse than normal, then sorry. I am very cloudy, uh, concussed, whatever you like to call it. Uh, you deal with violent sneezing. And um, it's hard to talk and think or whatever. But in my week in Duel World, last week, we saw the end of the season, first of all. And I was in the mode of aliens for the last few weeks. Ever since I got that Ammonite, I was playing aliens. I ended the season Legend 1, but I did get to Legend 3. So I was pretty much all over Legend I spent more time in two than than three. Typically, um, three was very brief. But I was listening to Pro Bench Warmer's podcast. Po- Pro Bench Warmer uh, started the Duelist Inner Monologue. Check that out. He he brought up he knows a lot more about the game than I do. But he uh, brought up that Cosmic Fortress Golgar, which is the main synchro monster for aliens. The reason why you would play aliens actually does not count A counters when it fights other monsters. And I was under the impression that every alien, you know, did something with A counters. You know, A counters, you use them to destroy things, obviously, but they also have the battle reduction on your opponent's monsters by 300 attack and defense for each A counter. But Cosmic Fortress Golgar doesn't have that text in its name, and as such, it does not count A counters. I... Have lost duels, you know, running my Golgar into their monster or tying uh, the match or something. I forget, like tying the battle, so they both died. Um, I think the same can be said about Alien Dog. Alien Dog doesn't have that text either. Only the previous Alien cards, which are um, Telepath, Warrior Kid, those count the A counters in Overlord too. But this is another example. Of how confusing a game Yu-Gi-Oh is. That the consistency of A counters is not uh, uniform against the aliens. So um, that, that, that definitely makes the card a lot worse. And as such, I have put down aliens. And I am playing Six Sams to begin this season. I'm playing a copy of Tom V. Delzin's Light and Dark Six Sam deck. With the big exception, I do not have Light and Dark. So I'm playing a skillless version on Jaden slash Ubel. Um, just to level that character up. But I might switch over to Loomis and Umbra. So I can finally try to get light and dark. That kind of makes sense. Uh, since I'm playing it skillless anyways. And I am also missing a Kizen. I never got my third Kizen. So I'm just playing a Grandmaster. Just to fill up a spot. But anyways, I'm doing fine with that deck right now. I'm winning... I'm winning a lot of games, so hopefully I could get me through Platinum and into Legend. Alright. So, this week, esports. 
a duelist meta uh, championship series is actually happening today, and that you might you know, it probably will be done by the time you listen to this episode. But it's the last uh, MCS before the World Championships, so it might be very important. Um, it'll be very important, yeah, definitely. But this week, Meta Weekly eighty three from Duelist Meta. Um, Cyberdark, Desperado, Six Sams, those were the most common decks. Blue Eyes came in a lot too. And they made up most of the top 32, more than half, if if you count Desperados, Cyberdarks, Six Sams. But they didn't really dominate the top four. So there's this inverse thing where they're making it to the top 32, but they're not making it to the top four. Possible the top four be- decks. It could just be like a, a, a thing of variation where in. They're the better deck if you count every single game, but in a small sample of um, the top four, any deck can win. That's possible. So let's go over these decks. First place, Ericsson with Ancient Gears. Um, we're talking about Ancient Gears. The deck never really changes much. It's the same core. Uh, two Reactor Dragons, three Wyverns, um, three Gear Town, two Fortress. Three Galaxy Cyclone, one Double Cyclone. These used to be more Double Cyclones, I guess. One Breaker, three Paleozoic Canadia, two Sphere Kribo. Um I guess they went away from the Sphere Kribos for a little bit, but... You know, it's the same old deck. It's a very powerful deck. Seems like they have Reactor Dragon in the hand, usually. So yeah, um... Very consistent deck. Paleozoic Canadia also, that, that's always just been a good card. It helps you put bodies on the board if you want to, in the event you want to, um, tribute summon for the uh, the reactor dragon. If you prick or something. Tom V. Dells in second place, Light and Dark Six Sams. This is a deck that I'm trying to play. Um, I'm playing most of it except for Kizen. Um, Iru is back in the deck, notably. There was a time when Iru was out of the deck. And you had more legendary secrets, which are the dark monsters. Um, so there's the Iru again. I guess, I guess some decks are running face down monsters again, which warrants uh, this card being in the deck. Dimensional Prison is, I think it's primarily against uh, Cy- uh, Desperado. It's against the um, Cyber Dark Edge, so you banish it so it doesn't trigger Desperado's ability. I think that's why it's there. And, yeah, I mean, some decks ran three copies of Dual Wield. So this is just one prison and two Dual Wields, and you have three copies of World Legacy Clash, of course. Mistworm, also in the extra deck, two bounce things, not destroy them. Third place, Herbal, with Grit Metaphys. Um, Metaphys, if you faced it enough on the ladder, you know that they brick a lot. So... This deck runs three Paleozoic Canadians, kind of to stall and to get bodies on the board. It's a, it's a very good stall card. Paleozoic Canadians is just a very good card. Um, and stall is just one of the things that it does. And fourth, third, fourth place, Just Desserts with Sealed Tombs Mermails. Um, one of the few Mermail decks to get top, t- top four. Um, this is a very... Uh, heavy into the last box cybernetic rebellion. You got three Mermail Abyssus, which is a UR, three Deep Sea Diva, two Mermail Abyss Lindy. Um, so those are all cards. This guy definitely bought the box three times, obviously. You get the Abyssus. It's a synchro deck. You've got Mermails, you got Atlanteans, so two marks, Atlantean Marksmen, and three Heavy Infantry. So. Um, you're just trying to get into your synchro plays. Deep Sea Diva does that very well. So it's two plus three. So three is Atlantean Marksman. So you can make a level five easy. That's Crystron Amatrix typically. And also, that's it. And Armadides. Heavy Infantry. Um, it's level two. So you wouldn't be making a level four. But the other cards in the extra deck. Vermilion Dragon. Um, Gungnir. White Aura Dolphin, Gigantic Castle. So this is just a synchro deck that taps into uh, Mermails and Atlanteans. No trap cards, but two Econs and three World Legacy Clash. Again, this is a very good card. Um, 
I might do some content thing in the future where I'm talking about, you know, what cards I think are getting nerfed. And I think World Legacy Clash is classic. Um, is a card that's getting nerfed. I mean, it's a rare, and it's just running three of in many decks. So if it keeps showing up, it's going to get nerfed, I think. Next tournament that happened this week is Battle Phase 8. Uh, they didn't take the top prize, but Cyber Darks and Desperado decks took three of the top four. Talk about these decks. First place, Sniffus. Sniffus with Sealed Tombs, Blue Eyes. Oh, a very good deck. If you play enough ladder, you know Blue Eyes is pretty good. And um, Dimensional Prison, this deck has two of those. Uh, again, that's pretty good counter against Cyber Darks and Desperados. Um, one thing that works against Blue Eyes' favor is that it... it um, Besides Snipe Hunter, they have to use things to hit over things. So they're typically your your um, Spirit of White, your Cosmo Brain, your Blue Eyes are hitting things. And that would um, trigger Desperado Barrel Dragon's effect. So, oh, even, um, even Snipe Hunter would do that. So that's the weakness against Blue Eyes. Um, Blue Eyes is very strong, but Desperado is a really good counter against Blue Eyes. So... That's why um, Dimensional Prison is seeing play. Otherwise, this is a very uh, normal deck. Otherwise. Second place, Masked Hero Kaelin, Sealed Tombs, Desperado, Cyber Dark, Neo. So you got three different archetypes here, and it's rare to see a deck that has such an even split. You've got six cards that are Desperado, three Barrel Dragons, three BM4 Blast Spider, three Cyber Dark cards, I mean six Cyber Dark cards, three Cyberdark Edge and three Cyberdark Cannon, and then you have six Neos cards. Three Neos Fusion, two Neos, and then uh, Bacon Saver kind of works there too. So, And then two Treacherous Trap Holes. So this is a very very balanced deck of all three archetypes. Um, yeah. Third place Andy Decor, Switcheroo, um, Cyberdark Neos. This is a bit of an old Old school build before Desperado came onto the scene. You have Lava Golem, you have Sir Karibo, you have Lung Ling, you have Cosmic Cyclone, you have Floodgate, which helps with the Lava Golem, so uh, older build. And third place, Gnaw, Master of Destiny Desperado. Um, you know, you have Desperado and Neos, and then they mix together. This is just a pure coin flip Desperado deck. So you got your three. Desperado, Barrel Dragons, 3 BM4 Blast Spider, 2 Twin Barrel, 1 Time Wizard, 2 Dekoichi, the Battle Enchanted Locomotive. This is a card that is kind of a staple in this deck. It's, you know, it's a card draw. It's a flip card draw. Dark Machine works with the, the theme of the deck, so why not, right? 3 World Legacy Clash, again. I think this card will get nerfed because it's showing up in every deck. Two Cup of Ace to draw two cards. One Fiend Comedian. This is a very good card. And three Drowning Mirror Force. Fiend Comedian, obviously you only play it with Master of Destiny because you could guarantee that coin flip, but you remove their entire graveyard. So, um, like any, a lot of decks just run straight out of the graveyard. So Fiend Comedian, better than Sealed Tombs. It's a trap card, of course, so you can't really... You can't really um, activate it right away, like Sealed Tombs, but, you know, it's it, it's a game-changer. Duel Links Meta Weekly... I mean, the Duel Links Meta tier list has updated accordingly, owing to the power of Cyberdarks and Desperados. In tier 1, we have 6 Sams and Cyberdarks. Um, obviously, the play... The inclusion of Desperado has made Cyberdark... One of the best decks. Six Sam's still very good against them. Um, their ability to get rid of Neos Fusion is pretty much the draw here. Tier 2 is very crowded. Blue Eyes have been bumped down. And Triamonds and Spellbooks have been around. Ancient Gear and then Desperado. So, Ancient Gear moved up from Tier 3. Desperado just placed here. So, high potential deck into Tier 2. It's more explosive because... You control all the coin flips. You could do self-time wizard, twin barrel, fiend comedian. 
lot going on. Tier 3, we have Metaphys, which was already there, and Red Eyes has been bumped down. Red Eyes, you are seeing a lot a less of it in the ladder, I noticed. And Crystrons have been removed from the tier list. Alright, so now it's time to go over the WCS participants. I thought there were um, 18 players, but it seems like there's more. So let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Alright, so there's 20, 20 players, actually. And uh, there's this website where you could um, look at the players, their names, and things like that. They're... And they also have a line, so I'll, re I'll read everything here. Um, reigning champion, uh, WCS 2018 champion, Takahiro Hamada. His um, his battle name, I don't, his, his stage name is that. I will do my best not to defeat in the reaction of last year. So, guys being, um, trying to manage his expectations, calm himself down, trying to get repeat. This is the reigning world champ. Naoya Shimomura Shimon, uh, known as Shimon, world championship that was defeated in OCG's representative game and missed in just one step. Now again, I have the opportunity to try. My thoughts are very strong. I will do my best to win the championship. So based on this, this guy uh, played the card game, and he didn't make it to the finals of the card game championships, I guess. So uh, former card game player into duelings. Ryoichi Kitahata, Sunsun. This is a previous player. Everyone is so strong. Everyone is strong, so practice to win. Okay. Takuma Matsumura Pine says to win. Shuhei Kobayashi, Kobayashi. This is the one that everyone voted for, including myself. I really want to win. Well, I guess uh, yeah, most people do. Right? <laughs> everyone does want to win, I guess. Masaki Nita, uh, known as Well. I will do my best as a challenger. Yuya Aoyama uh, March says, I will win because I came here. Okay, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty strong declaration. So those are all the competitors from Japan. Andy Sang. It has been a while since I've traveled to compete, so I'm excited for that. This will also be my first time in Europe. I'll be staying longer after the event, so I'm very excited to see everything. So Andy Sang as we know, is a former TCG player, played in some tournaments, um, big-time member of the American scene, and he's here. He's also talking about traveling in Europe. Uh, first time in Europe, Germany, of course. He's probably going to other countries, too. So uh, it's, more than just, it's more than just card games here. This guy's seeing new things. Jason Chu, also known as Jason, holding the first-place trophy. So Jason is shooting for the top. Robert Tanny, a.k.a. Decade, says, Great competitions. That's all he has to say about it. Um, of course, Decade participated in the first WCS. Let's see how he does here. I also picked him, too. Andreas Gerlach, Sunny Sunry Santi, says, I hope to meet nice people and have a nice but competitive WCS 2019 finals. Of course, he... The next few guys are also from Germany, so they don't really have to travel too far. They're kind of the hometown favorites. Alberto Aguado says, a bell band says, meet the world elite and check my own level. I think uh, Alberto's not from Germany. Uh, he's from Spain, if I'm not mistaken. Rashad Weinkamper Raw says, to meet nice people. So that, I thought this was kind of funny that... Um, you know, in the in the show, they they fight for souls. They fight for paying for a sister's operation. Rashad just wants to meet nice people. It, it's kind of lame, but it it's they should have someone should have just made like a I don't know stupid remark like you know, fighting to get myself pay the bills, get myself out of eviction or something. But he wants just wants to meet nice people. Yugen Height, a former competitor. Says, good competition. Mohammed Hassan Nightingale from Egypt says, I want to reach the finals at least. So this guy is shooting for the top prize or second place. Junghwan Lee, Yuko, says, practice is like practice. Real battle is like real battle. This is probably the most um, 
most dramatic um, comment we've got so far, so it's a real battle here. Rafael Jose Rodriguez de Souza Zita says, play against the best. Vinicius Henrique Manjes Poeti, a.k.a. FM Vino, says, a unique experience. Another guy I voted for, Eduardo Augusto Marangoni de Vasconcelos at Edu16, get to know a new country. And finally, Chunman Poon uh, Raymond from Hong Kong says, I hope to experience culture exchange. So you got you basically the sum of it. It's kind of um, these one-liners that they gave. Uh, people want to win. Other people care less about winning. They're just happy to be there. Other people just want to go uh, sightseeing. Uh, they want to interact with each other. So pretty cool. And we'll, you know, this time next week, they'll be competing already. I think they're, Germany's five hours, more than five hours ahead of the United States. Um, but they'll probably be going on when I'm recording this podcast next week. So, or, you know, the finals will be happening on Sunday. So, um, and I think they have it streaming from the app, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, definitely check out this. Um, I don't know how well it'll be presented, frankly. Like, well, I mean, it's better than the TCG where you're just watching people play cards, but you're just pretty much watching a stream of a tournament. So hopefully it goes very well. Um, of course, timing is a little tricky when they're showing different games and whatnot. But stay tuned if you're a Duel Links player. Stay tuned. Check out any highlights as they come up. Switch over to the PVE content. Talk about Jaden slash you, Bell. And it's the podcast question of the week. What do you think about Jaden slash you, Bell? You love the character. There's nice skills. Love what rewards are not great. Or who cares? There are more gems. 24% said they like the character, new skills. 29% said love what rewards are not great. And 48% said, who cares, more gems. I personally thought the character was a bit lazy because um, I thought even the Jaden slash Ubel character had heterochromia where they had the two different eye colors, but this one doesn't even. It just looks like Jaden with, uh, it was been blown in the wind. His pants are a different color, but that's it. Sharper edges, I guess he has. So Jaden's a little edgier, uh, obviously, because he combined with Ubel, so... Um, there you go. And the thing about it is most Americans... So America never got Season 5 of GX dubbed. Season 5 or Season 4? The, season 4, I think. Yeah, the last season of GX was never dubbed. So it never showed on American TV. And you're going to have to watch it with uh, subtitles. Um, so you're not really familiar with this character. They weren't really exposed to it. Like regular Jaden, so um, Konami has more creative control on what they want to do with the character, just because um, only Japanese audiences would be, you know, they know the character in and out, and people across the world, uh, it was never up. So, anyways, Grand Harrier says, I think it l- lends more proof to the potential for stuff like the leaked tournament arc and Dark Side of Dimensions worlds in Data Mines. Ways to introduce characters with updated relevant skill packages for those versions. This is a very good point. Um, different characters who um, have gone through different things in the lore and the show, they have a new character. So it's a good way to get legendary duelists with um, a vast catalog of cards. Way to get those cards into the game, depending on the situation. So. It's also, you know, exposure to show. Like, it will get you interested into show, an anime, or a movie that has Yu-Gi-Oh! in it, obviously. But, um, it is some potential there. So, yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. I, I'm not, I don't think this character is amazing. I, I, I probably fall into the who cares more gems uh, vote for this week for the podcast. But, I think, um. It's a good direction to go into. It, it opens up a lot of creativity. Alright, so... The Rise of You Bell Soul Polymerization event continued. And this this is a twist 
in that this is the first time where they switched the legendary duelist uh, mid event, and uh, you know it makes sense because obviously they fused. You could still face Ubel though. If you didn't finish f facing Ubel, you could fight her at the gate. Obviously, this wasn't clear, so Konami had to put an announcement that you switched the character. Jaden slash Ubel has a slightly different card pool. He has the Neos Wiseman, which you get one copy of for doing the event, uh, getting enough points, but you get two more copies for farming him. Divine Neos, I got enough copies of. Evil Swarm Golem is from Ubel, so you also, you know, they share this card. Evil Swarm Heralsaveg, uh, also as well. Very good free-to-play card. And Double Hero Attack. This was a card I didn't get three of last time, but uh, it's your chance to get three of here with this event. And the other cards are the same. So, you know, the farming pool isn't too new. They added a few new cards. Let's go over Jaden slash Ubel's cards. He... Of course, as a new character, you um, have a new set of level of cards and skills as well, so let's go over those. First card we get is Elemental Hero Naspi. Level 3 plant, 600 attack, 1000 defense. Each time this card inflicts battle damage to your opponent, it gains 100 attack and loses 100 defense. While you control another face-up Elemental Hero, your monster cannot, your opponent cannot target this card for an attack, and this card can opponent attack your opponent directly. So there's only there's only one copy of this card. Typically we get three copies or two copies of cards. Um, this is limited to one. As you, If you have two of these on the board, they can make a lockdown. Like one Nospi will protect the other one and they'll just be a direct attack lockdown. They can't be attacked. So... If you're playing direct attack, though, there's a better way to do it with Submarine Roid and Mega Roid City, so you're hitting for 1,800 instead of 600, but um, this card would have been played if we had more copies, but we'd only have one, so that limits this card. Next card, we get two copies of Elemental Hero Poison Rose. Level 6 plant, 1,900 attack, 1,200 defense. Cannot be normal summoned or set, must be special summoned with Rosebud. Cannot be special summoned other ways. Each time this card inflicts battle damage, um, gains 200 attack and loses 200 defense. Your opponent can only target elemental hero Poison Rose for attacks. So, um, this card is heavily limited in how it comes out because you need Nospi and Rosebud. That's the only way you can get this card out. And we only have one Nospi, so, you know point, right? If get of having two of this card, you only have one Nospi. There's a chance that this could be a package where you're trying to get this card on the board so you could protect Brave Neos, but uh, the protection effect isn't great because this card doesn't have great stats, and also um, Battle Phase Traps, you're going to have to rely on those. Maybe Dimensional Prison um, comes into play, but it's a little clunky, basically. Um, you're getting this weaker monster to protect Neos, to protect Brave Neos, I don't see it being played. Um, that's the only reason why you would have this monster um, to protect Brave Neos, but the stats aren't great, and you need your Dimensional Prisons now. And the last piece of this is Rosebud. You get two of these. Tribute one Elemental Hero Nospi, Special Summon one Poison Rose from your hand or deck. So, on its own, this card's pretty good, because you could get that card out straight from the deck, um, which makes it Allows it allows it to be in the package, but again, you only have one Nospi, so yeah, that that just hurts the whole package and makes it very unlikely to be played. Next few rewards aren't um, new cards. Getting out a copy of Clayman. This is another uh, is a two thousand Vanilla Defender. Not really gonna see any play unless you need to fuse it for something. Um, Featherwind, the trap card for Avian. Avian, obviously, um, is the worst 
elemental hero, the generic ones, it's a, as the least attack, so you're basically running a trap card for a 1,000 vanilla monster, so that's what Featherwind is. Let's see, elemental hero Steam Healer, this is Burstinatrix and Bubble Man, I believe, so... Um, yeah, again, you're playing those two cards to play this card. This card can heal you, but it's just a fusion for 1,800, so that's what it is. Elemental Hero Mariner, Bubble Man, and Avian. This card can attack your opponent directly, I guess, so that's something. Our Righteous Justice, this is a card we're getting two copies of. Uh, I guess we're full three now. This one's actually decent, because uh, basically destroy spells and traps equal to the number of Elemental Hero cards you control. It's, it's very boomer bust in... Um, Back row control, you know that Galaxy Cyclone will destroy a face down and then destroy a face up. This one depends on how many monsters you have, so if you don't have any, it will destroy any. If you have three, it can destroy three, so it's very boomer bust. Um, it can allow, it can make elemental heroes a very good control against the back row though, so this, having three copies of this card doesn't hurt at all, it helps the, helps the archetype a lot. Now we have two more exciting cards here. Form change, level 40 reward, is a quick play spell. Target one hero fusion monster you control, return it to the extra deck, then special summon from your extra deck one masked hero monster of the same level, but with a different name. So, this is pretty much masked change, except it turns your monster into... Um, Turns your fusion into a masked monster. So there's two routes you can go, right? There's level 6 and level 8. Level 6 masked monsters include Masked Hero Blast, which we just get now, uh, Goka, and Vapor. So you can really only include uh, Blast, because Goka and Vapor don't see any play at all. Some uh, compatible monsters, Destiny Hero, I mean Elemental Hero Flame Wingman, Gaia... Grand Merge. I think Grand Merge is in the game. Uh, Rampart Blaster. Okay, so those are some cards. Level 8, we have Anki and Diane. So those are the two monsters we see. And then there's some monsters. Elemental Hero, Great Tornado. Um, I'm not sure which ones we have, but basically you're just changing the level 8. Fusion Monster... Uh, elemental hero monster into a masked hero. So, this could make a Neos package, I think. Um, it's a very minimal package. You could just put masked hero into your deck and then put those other monsters into your extra deck. Actually, Brave Neos is a level 7, not a level 6 or 8. So, that prevents this card from being OP, but you could play some of the other cards. Uh, you can't go from Neos into Anki. That's that's the that's what prevents this card from being OP and possibly prevents it from being played. Master Hero Blast is the level forty five reward from Jaden slash Ubel. Level six Wind Warrior twenty two hundred attack eighteen hundred defense must be summoned with Mass Change. Cannot be special summoned other ways. When special summoned, you can target one face of monster your opponent controls. Its attack becomes half. Once per turn, during either player's turn, you can pay 500 life points to target one spell or trap your opponent controls. Return it to the hand. Very versatile card. It's kind of like White or a Dolphin, where you can win the first fight by reducing their attack by half. Your second ability is better, because you only pay 500 life points to clear the opponent's back row. Uh, one card at a time. It's not great on your turn, but... If Blast is still around on the field for your opponent's turn, you could just bounce the card that they just play. So this could help um, Fast Hero a bit. Uh, definitely would work in the deck because you have those extra fusion sl slots in the extra deck. You, you probably won't use for Destiny Hero Dangerous. Um, of course, uh, it, it probably won't work in this package I mentioned with with Neos because. Brave Neos is a level 7, but uh, you could try to work with the other elemental hero monsters that did see play like Great Tornado and Gaia and things like that. 
Let's talk about the four new skills from Jaden slash Ubel. Wounded Hero. Play one elemental hero monster in attack position from your deck that equals or lower is lower than the total battle damage or effect damage you take in a duel. This could be used once per turn. So, this is a take damage for benefit skill, and it's not that bad because you could cheat out a monster from the deck. There's a lot of 3,000 attackers like Blue Eyes and Ancient Gears. So you could cheat out a 2,500 attack Neos pretty easily. It is situational because Ancient Gears can end you that turn. Um, Neos Fusion makes this skill kind of moot because you could just that Brave Neos without having him on the board, but it's good for Neos decks that run things like Wrath of Neos, things that require him to be on the board. Neos Guard is a level 20 skill. Target one elemental hero Neos on your field until the end of the next turn. The targeted monster cannot be destroyed by battle and you take no da battle damage involving that card. You give a Neos immunity to battle destruction for two turns. Uh, it's fine, against certain decks like Blue Eyes, but, um, well, Blue Eyes, they use, um, Snipe Hunter, but Ancient Gears, for example. There's a lot of effect destruction, though, and Banish, though, so, not really worth it. Together, again, Banish Ubel, a Ubel monster from your graveyard, play one Elemental Hero Neos from your hand to the field. This can be used once per duel. This is a, uh, Lore skill, if anything. You're combining Neos and Ubel into a deck. With Neos, you're trying to look for warrior monsters, and Ubel doesn't really fit. Maybe you're playing, like, uh, Elemental Hero Eskira Dao, where, where you need some dark monsters. I don't know. And finally, a new power. At the beginning of the duel, add two Neospatian Aqua Dolphins to your deck. Then add one Elemental Hero Aqua Neos to your extra deck. Um... You probably want Neo Space because that prevents your fusion monster from returning to the extra deck at the end of the turn. This is all by hand destruction. That's what Aqua Neos does. And you'll probably just put it in your deck and run Neo Space as the skill. It's a better bet than just having these extra copies. There are four new cards this week from different sources. These are from the ranked duels in August. SR tickets will get you the Lady in White. Level 3 Zombie, 0 attack, 2200 defense. Face up level 3 or lower Zombie monsters on the field except for the Lady in White. Cannot be destroyed by battle and are unaffected by spell and trap effects. This card's name becomes Skull Servant when it's in the graveyard. So this is a Skull Servant card. You provide protection for the other two monsters on your board, but they have to be face up level 3 or lower Zombies. It doesn't protect against monster effect destruction or monster banish. It allows the monsters to be targeted by spells and traps, but nothing will happen. So, those are all very important things to note. It provides uh, mainly uh, Kingdom of Skull Servants. That card gains 1,000 attack for each Skull Servant in the graveyard. So, it could get pretty big just for being a free play. A free normal summon, I mean, like a, a level 1 card. So, it's a free, it's a normal summon. Other uh, zombies are notable are ghost tricks, but they like to be face down. And vampires. Uh, vampire familiar and retainer, notably, are level 3 zombies. You don't really care if they get destroyed by battle. You, want, kind, of, you kind of want them to get destroyed. Um, so they can trigger their effects in the graveyard and things like that. Rare ticket will get you DD Destroyer. Level 4 warrior. 1000 attack, 1000 defense. When this card on the field is removed from play, you can select one face-up card your opponent controls and destroy it. So this could be like they added a warrior to help with various warrior needs because you need warriors for Red Eyes and also for Neos. Um, but it's likely, you know, this card, no one's going to banish this card willingly, but it's possible you could use Dimension Gate or Dimension Hole something to banish it and do some kind of slow control ability. But that is very unlikely for a monster of this size. Tour Guide Mission Bingo is here as well. We get one new card that is not a... This is a, a recurring theme in Duel Links where uh, cards from not that were never printed as a card that came straight from the anime are a card. And this is such a card. This is the Noble Knight's Shield Bearer. Um, 
It appeared in one episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds by uh, Sherry LeBlanc card. Level 4, 800 attack, 1300 defense. When this card is normal summoned, you can remove from play one light warrior in your graveyard to draw one card. So, it's a noble knight card. It can provide you with card draw. But the problem is it doesn't do anything with the noble knight spells. You have um, a Draught and Dristan and Boars, all those cards that... When they have an equipped spell on them, they do things to affect the board. This one does not. So, you know, it's just desperate card draw. It makes last chapter of Noble Knights marginally worse because you're removing from play a monster that you can bring back with that spell. But this is not a very good card. And the last new card is from the Card Trader update. This is a new SR we can get from the Card Trader. I personally have not seen it yet because I forgot about it. Level 2 uh, Argenix Overseer, level 2 Spellcaster Tuner, 200 attack, 100 defense. When this card is normal or special summon, you can special summon one level 3 or lower Genex monster from your hand. This is a decent ability because you could get a level 5 Synchro right away. Uh, it's not great because it gets the card, the Genex monster from the hand and not the deck. So, that's one thing that doesn't make this card great. And... You're going to have to play Gen X, so you're playing like a weaker archetype. Uh, it's a budget synchro option, but if you have better better cards, use those. That's basically all I have to say about this card. I, I do want more card trader cards. I feel like they've hit a lull, and then they just stopped giving card trader cards, and you have to get one every week to complete your missions, and I have to burn my rare stones and make cards shiny and things like that. So I would like more card trader cards. Alright, Doug Dimmon Duel is back, Yu-Gi-Oh! Deck Talk, Neos Gemini Deck, um, very cool stuff here, uh, of course, you're going to have to have Neos Fusion to play this deck, but it does make use of a lot of the cool Gemini mechanics that we did see in the meta not too long ago, earlier in this year, I think, so, uh, Doug Dimmon Duel is here right now, check him out. Hey there, this is Doug Dimadul with Doug's Casual Deck of the Week. Alright, so this week we got something pretty fun. We're still sticking with the theme of a Neos variant. Now, this is important because, of course, we're still going on with our Jaden Ubell uh, thing. So I kind of wanted to stick with the theme for a nice, fun, casual deck. But I wanted to use a type of card that we really don't give enough credit to as an archetype. Well, not really an archetype, but a type of card, and that's Gemini Monsters. So I wanted to dust off some of my old Gemini Monsters and see how this uh, see how this does with uh, with the Neo structure. Because here's the thing, as you guys already well know, with the surgence of Neos Fusion as a card that requires an effect monster being sent to the graveyard, you got to understand that even though... Uh, most Gemini monsters are treated as a normal monster while on the field or in the graveyard. They're still treated as effect monsters from the deck. So you're still able to use Neo's Fusion in a Gemini deck. Now, as far as contact fusion, where you're getting everything out of your graveyard or on the field or the hand back to the uh, back to the deck, I wouldn't run it in a um, in a Gemini deck because the only way that you could really use that fusion card is if you have a Gemini monster in your hand because it's still treated as an effect monster while it's in your hand, so you're not at, you don't have as many options for fusion plays. So, without further ado, let's get into the deck. Uh, I wanted to use the new Jaden Ubell uh, character that was unlocked because of the skill Neo Space. I really don't use it for any purpose other than to give my, uh, my Brave Neos a nice attack boost, so uh, usually you'll have him at a 3100 attack by the time you have your, uh, your uh, Neo Space uh, skill activated with... Uh, uh, with the appropriate field spell on the field. So, yeah, pretty good stuff. Uh, it's enough to swing over a lot of the more formidable uh, monsters right now. So, pretty good attack power. So, I want to get into the Gemini monsters uh, that I use in this deck. The first one is Dark Valkyria. Now, this is a throwback. I remember there was a little bit of a, a, little bit of a stretch where this was uh, played heavily 
on the ladder. Uh, this is a level 4 fairy Gemini monster, 1800 attack, 1050 defense. Just so you know, any Gemini monster, it's treated as a normal monster while face up on the field. Until you normal summon it again, it earns the effect. So, uh, Dark Valkyrie's effect is once while this card is face up on the field, you could place one spell counter on it. This card gains 300 attack for each spell counter on it, and then you could also remove one spell counter from this card, then target one monster on the field and destroy that target. So... Uh, I know it's not the best way to pop any card on the field, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of monsters that you could destroy during your main phase. Uh, I think of uh, I think a lot of those ancient gear decks that revolve around benefiting during the battle phase. This is a really good card to pop the uh, ancient gear reactor dragon uh, during your main phase. Really, really good card. I like this one a lot. Uh, moving on to uh, uh, the next one, it's a level 4 uh, Warrior Gemini, uh, Evocator uh, Chevalier. It's a, again, Warrior, 1900 attack, 900 defense. Now, its Gemini effect is you can send one face-up equip card you control to the graveyard, then target one card your opponent controls and destroy that target. So this is good to help you get rid of pesky back row and all kinds of, all kinds of fun stuff like that. Maybe pop a monster, uh, it's all good. The next one is Heavy Knight of the Flame. This is a pretty old Gemini monster. It's got an 1800 attack, 200 defense. It's a zombie. Its effect is at the start of the damage step, if this card attacked a special summoned monster, you can banish that monster. Don't sleep on this card. This is getting better and better with all the new archetypes that rely so heavily on special summoning and benefit a lot from being destroyed and sent to the graveyard. Uh, Heavy Knight of the Flame really mitigates a lot of that stuff. Now, unless you're playing a Metaphys deck, then you're probably just helping them out. But uh, other than that, a lot of the other archetypes, being able to banish special summon monsters at the beginning of the damage step is a really, really powerful effect and one that is just... It could be used in a lot of situations. So we round out the monsters with just two copies of Elemental Hero Neos, and that's so that we could do our fusion plays into Brave Neos. So what spells do we have? Well, obviously Neos Fusion, where you special summon one fusion monster from your extra deck that lists exactly two monsters as material, including Elemental uh, Hero Neos as one of them. Uh, you send it from your hand, deck, or field, ignoring, it, ignoring it, its summoning conditions. Uh, the all, other thing is that for the rest of the turn, you cannot special summon monsters. So if you have one of your combos where you're trying to get one of your, uh, one of your monsters back out of the graveyard uh, that was a Gemini monster, uh, you don't want to do that after you get your Neos Fusion play going. If you have a timing issue, make sure that you do it before you special summon with your Neos Fusion spell card. Just remember that uh, you, know, you can't special summon for the rest of the turn after using that. So uh, plan accordingly. Then I run my three copies of Supervise. It's an equip spell card where you equip only to a Gemini monster. It becomes an effect monster and gains its necessary effects. If this face-up card is sent from the field to the graveyard, target one normal monster in your graveyard and special summon it. So, this has two benefits. First off, getting one of your really good... Uh, uh, Gemini monsters back out of the graveyard since in the graveyard they're treated as normal monsters but two, you could target your elemental hero Neos from the graveyard if you've already, you know, did a fusion summon in one of your earlier plays and special summon uh, Neos back out onto the field and you have a 2500 uh, beater sitting there on the field if, if you're using the skill Neospace you have, uh, you have the field spell that gives it a 500 attack boost so it's up to a 3000 attacker, piece of cake, it's just a good beater to have on the field so really really good, uh, that's why I on the three copies of Supervise. It goes well with Evocator Chevalier. And uh, again, you're able to send the equip card to the graveyard, pop a card, and hopefully get something out of your graveyard as well if you haven't used your Neos Fusion earlier that turn when you activate this effect. You see how we see what I mean when I'm talking about the timing of it? So uh, just something to pay attention to. Finally, the last spell card I run is the three copies of Gemini Spark. It's a quick play spell card where you tribute one face-up level 4 Gemini monster, then target one card on the field. Destroy it, and if you do, draw one card. So it keeps uh, keeps your, your hand fresh. It at least keeps things moving along. you got to sacrifice a monster, but if it has supervised equipped to it and it's sent to the graveyard, you're going to be able to recycle that Gemini monster. And if you notice, between Dark Valkyria, the Evocator Chevalier, and Heavy Knight, of the Flame, they're all level 4 Gemini monsters. So any of those three that you have on the field, use your Gemini Spark and uh, you're in good shape. You can start popping cards. So 
depending on who you're going up against. It's really good to use this card during the main phase, maybe not necessarily the battle phase. It just depends on who you're going up against. Be aware of what your opponent is playing. But uh, overall, I think that uh, there's a little niche here for Gemini monsters. They're not nearly as powerful as they were, but I feel like when you splash in the uh, the Neos package, as people have been doing with just about every deck, uh, it's it adds an extra element, adds an extra dynamic to it. But uh, honestly, the Gemini engine, it, it works pretty well. So if you have a chance to try this out in PvE or in some of your events, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with the effectiveness of this deck. And it's, it's pretty consistent, too. So uh, overall, really good deck to try out. I highly recommend it. So anyway, that's it for Doug's Casual Deck of the Week. I will see you next time. Take care. Doug, and you could check him out on this podcast every week or on his Twitter page, Yu-Gi-Oh! Deck Talk. We got upcoming news uh, for the month of August. Soon, Leo and Luna's Dual Carnival. This this is from August 6th to 16th. Uh, a bunch of new cards. Beast Machine King, Barbaros, Ur, Armored, White Bear. Early August, the return of Solemn Odeon. Grand Mark the Mega Monarch and the Prime Monarch are some rewards. As we mentioned before, Yu-Gi-Oh! World Championship Series uh, Championship 2019 Finals, August 10 and 11. Check it out. Mid-August, the Tag Duel Tournament, a new skill for Loomis and Umbra. Hopefully, it will not be uh, broken because they have had some broken skills. Mid-August, Dual Quest is back. I feel like Dual Quest took a month off. I feel like. Late August, we get a new character, and all signs point to Dark Signer Carly Carmine. So a new uh, legendary duelist for the month. Late August, Mission Circuit Necroid Synchro is a new card we get, and the new Casey Cup, the the next participant for the World Championship Series in 2020, early September. Casey Cup, September 5 to 16. All right. So that is it for this week. Uh, thank you for bearing with me. It was very tough recording this podcast. I sneezed about 80 times, if I had to guess, in between this podcast. I had to take a lot of breaks. I'm really congested right now. That is it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week.